much, choir. Um, I don't know, is Sheila Freeman in here? Because I was going to let her make this. She was in the early service. I need to, uh, I need to tell you something. Sorry. We have been working, I say we, mostly Sheila has been working for months to get ready a new church app for us and a new church website. It is really exciting to see the process that has come, gone, this has gone through, and we just got notification yesterday that our apps are available for the App Store. So sometime this week, you're going to be able to go on the App Store in your phone, whether it's iPhone or Android, uh, and you're going to be able to find and download our church app, and you'll be able to use that to see things going on in the church calendar, to get notifications. You, you'll be able to give through that. You'll be able to listen to sermons through that. It's, it's exciting, and it's all going to be connected to a brand-new church website that is really impressive-looking, and I, I'm so excited. We're kind of unveiling it next Sunday when we have our one combined service upstairs in the gym. We're going to show you what the app uh, and, the, and the website look like. We're going to have help desk for those of you who need help on how to figure out how to do this thing on your phone. And uh, it's, it's going to be great. But when you, she, when you see Sheila today, give her a high five because she's been working for months on this. And, and it's, it's now just about to take place. It's exciting. If you're listening to us live stream today, I want to say welcome to you and Happy Mother's Day to you. For the rest of us, if you want to turn over in your Bibles to Psalm 1 today, or if you want to follow along the screen, uh, the words should be up on the screen in just a minute. Psalm 1. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law they meditate day and night. They are, tree, they are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all they do they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I've already said Happy Mother's Day to all of y'all here, but I want to say also Happy Mother's Day to those who are not our biological moms, but who have nurtured us and made us who we are today. A couple of weeks ago, I was able to go with my mom to visit a couple of these special ladies that were important to me growing up. And I want to say anytime you have a chance to do that, go hug that old teacher or Sunday school teacher or somebody that was special to you and, and do that. These special women have tried to point us in the right direction, haven't they, as we were growing up. Uh, one of the ways they do that is by giving us words of advice. For instance, if, um, if I was Forrest Gump, then my mother would have said to me, Forrest, stupid is as stupid does. You know, that would have been one of her, her words of advice to me. So, as I told you before, I want to get some of yours. Andy, will you help me in this? He's got a microphone. And if you want to tell one thing that your mama always said, then raise your hand. I don't need to remind you to keep this classy. Okay. 
But Amy's going to bring them back. Just raise your hand if you have one thing that your mama always said that you want to share with us. I thought you were going to say never marry a preacher. Is what you meant. <laughs> kid, um, there was this, this guy that I rode the bus with, and his name was Jay. It wasn't Jay Hedseth, by the way. I want to put that out there. Uh, I didn't know at the time uh, that Jay had a difficult home life. I didn't know that until I was grown. I didn't realize that. All I knew was that Jay was crazy, and he was a lot of fun, and wherever he was, it was like party, you know? And so I wanted to be around where he was. It's always something fun going on. Except that whenever I was around Jay, I, was al I would always get in trouble. He was one of those people that wherever you were, it was fun, but you were always going to get in trouble. And um, any of y'all have those friends like that? Any of y'all are that friend? <laughs> so one day I asked my mom if I could ride the bus, just ride the bus home with Jay and spend the night with him. And it was on a Friday, and we would spend the whole day together playing together Saturday. And my mama was silent for a little while. And she said in a very solemn voice, son, I just don't think that's a good idea. As a matter of fact, I really don't like you hanging out with Jay. And I said, but why, mama, but why? And she said this to me. And if you have your outline in, in there and you're following along with this, this is the first one on the outline things that my mama said. 
I bet you know this one. If you run with the dogs, you'll get fleas. Yeah. The psalmist put it this way. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, nor take the path sinners tread, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. It's interesting that he uses three kinds of dogs here and three kinds of postures. One is he says, don't follow the advice of the wicked. A wicked, of course, is someone who is morally wrong or bad or unrighteous. But in the original language, that, that wicked person is a person with an inner turbulence, an inner restlessness, an inner agitation that just makes them look for something to do wrong and want to take you with them. Okay? Just a restless person that wants to do the wrong thing and then wants to take as many of people that they can with them. So don't take advice from that person, the psalmist says. Uh, Dave Ramsey, who did Financial Peace University, always used to say, never take financial advice from a broke person. Right? And then the psalmist would say, never take moral advice from a wicked person. My mama would just say, boy, if you run with dogs, you're going to get fleas. The second kind of dog was the sinners in verse 1. So don't take advice from the wicked and don't go down the path that the sinners tread. Now, just, just to be clear, uh, how many of you here today are sinners? Go ahead, raise your hand. You, everybody better raise that hand over there. Okay. Well, this is kind of a different matter. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. But sinners in this verse is talking about people who intentionally and habitually take the wrong path. They take the path so much that they have worn it down, okay? They just, as we used to say growing up, they just won't do right. And this is the path that they take. And it might seem like a fun path, but the thing is, if you walk down that path with them, you know that you're not going to like what happens when you get to the end of that path. And the psalmist is saying, don't walk beside somebody that's going the wrong way or you're not going to like where you end up. The third group of dogs uh, in verse 1 are the scoffers. So don't take moral advice from the wicked and don't walk down the path alongside the, the sinners and don't uh, stay away from the scoffers. Don't sit beside the scoffers. To scoff is to, to mock and to deride and to scorn. We're talking about those people that are always just making fun of and saying unkind things about people. And the psalmist says, don't sit beside them. Well, what would it hurt just to sit beside them? Because if you sit beside them, before you know it, you're going to be joining in and you're going to be making fun and saying unkind things and slandering and doing everything else because you're going to be influenced by the people that you're with. That's what my mom is trying to say. That's what the psalmist is trying to say. Basically this, it matters. It matters who you hang out with the most because eventually you're going to start to look like them and you're going to start to act like them and they're going to start to shape your character. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Bad company corrupts good character. And that is the truth. But the good news is the opposite of that is also true. And that's the second thing my mama always said to me. She was always saying, it's time to go to church. And some verses 2 and 3 in Psalm 1 show a different way, a contrast to the way of the wicked and the sinners and the scoffers. Instead, hang out with those 
whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditate on it day or night, because they're like trees that are planted by the streams of water and they bear fruit and their, their leaves do not wither and they prosper in all they do. My mom was always wanting me to go to church because it was not full of perfect people, but it was full of people who were trying to go in the right direction. It was full of people that were trying to be planted and grow fruit and there to be shade for for those who needed the shade in the heat of the day. My mom always uh, was taking me to church and sometimes I would be rolling my eyes and sometimes I would be in my room procrastinating, getting ready and shuffling my feet and really not appreciating what she wanted me to do. But she wanted me to be around people that I would be proud to grow up and be like them. And I didn't appreciate it as much when I was younger, but I sure appreciate it now. She always said, let's go to church. And then the third thing she always said, and this may be something that you've not heard before because my mom grew up on a farm in Mississippi and this is one of those things. She would say, don't worry about the mule going blind, just sit on the seat and shake the line. Now what was she trying to get across to me with that little saying? I think she was trying to tell me what the psalmist wrote in verse 6. If you are seeking to do the right thing, then don't worry because God is watching over you. Because as we know, there are things in our lives over which we have no control. There are mountains in our lives that just, we look at it and we say, there's no way I can climb that mountain. But what we can do is to be faithful in doing those little things. And when we don't know what the future is going to hold, just sit on the seat and shake the line. One of my favorite authors is Richard Rohr. He's a Franciscan priest, and he's written several books that I just love. saw something recently that he wrote that, that touched my heart. And it said that the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is control. And what he means by that is when I try to control everything, even the things that I really have no business trying to control, um, what I'm doing is not having faith in the God who is in control. So for my part, I just sit on the seat and shake the line and trust the God who is watching over me. I remember when I first got ready to go to seminary, I, I had a, a district superintendent that called me in as a young pastor, uh, Roger and Julie probably know Travis Warwick. He called me in and uh, as a young pastor and he said, you need to just quit fooling around and just, and just go on to seminary. You just, you just need to go on to seminary and and so God was stirring in my heart, and I knew that that was what I was supposed to do. The problem was I was serving a church in Waterloo, Alabama. Does anyone know where Waterloo is? It's where Napoleon founded. <laughs> it's a little a tiny community on the Tennessee River. There's one road in and one road out, and you think you're going to fall off the end of the earth when you go to Waterloo. But I was serving that little church. I did not have two nickels to rub together. Uh, I sat down at the kitchen table with a piece of paper and I wrote down all of the money that I had to come coming in and all of the money that I would have going out if I went to seminary. 
and the ends didn't meet. You know what I mean? So I called the one person whose advice I really needed. I called my mom, and I said, Mom, I'm sitting here at the kitchen table, and I wrote down all the money that I have coming in. I wrote down all the money that I'll have going out if I go to seminary, and the ends don't meet. And she said, do you really believe that God wants you to go to seminary? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to lay your hands on that piece of paper, and I want you to say a prayer, and then I want you to trust that God is going to take care of you and wad that piece of paper up and throw it in the trash. And that's just what I did. And God did God's part. He watched over me and provided for me every step of the way. I can't exactly tell you how he did, but he did. It reminds me of an old song that I used to hear as I was growing up. I used to hear it a lot. Uh, it is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others he'll do for you. Have y'all heard that before? The beginning of that song is, is what gets to me. It says, got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Got any mountains you cannot tunnel through? God specializes in things thought impossible, and he can do what no other power can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. You can trust him. You can trust him. The older I get, the smarter my mama gets. I'm so thankful for the things that she taught me and the things she said to me, the things that the many, many other women who gave their time and their love to help make me a better person for all that they did, I'm thankful. As we sing our closing hymn, which is uh, Rescue Me, Carry Me, I want you to hold into your heart those who were special and who helped you and if you have something in your life that you think seems impossible and you want to come and pray, then I want you to know the altar is open for you as well as we stand and sing. Um, Rescue the Perishing. Let's stand and sing together. <laughs>